Hey guys, um, welcome to my mum's podcast, Rebel Unique. This is episode two, and boom. Peace. Oh, hey. Hey, you gorgeous creature. What is up? Welcome to another episode of Rebel Unique with yours truly, Ingrid Lecky. Now, I have a bit of a head cold today, so you'll have to excuse the sexy voice. I actually feel like breaking out into a verse of Smelly Cat from Friends. If any, there are any Friends fans out there, I'm a obsessed Friends fan. And there's an episode where Phoebe sings with her sexy cold voice and it sounds husky and delicious. <laughs> Whenever I have a cold, I think of that. Anywho, <laughs> welcome to the podcast where I get raw, I get real, I get honest. I am committed to not just showing up in the shiny stuff and really showing you as much as I can of behind the scenes of not just me but other beautiful humans, of being my beautiful self in my shit and in my shininess. That is what my, my mission is. Because we are bombarded with highlight reels. We are bombarded with shininess. And even though there's an element of my, let's say, Instagram feed that is still part of a highlight reel, because obviously only I know my full behind the scenes, I'm committed to not just showing you, you know, the stuff that this is me with my shit together. Because (laughs) I don't. I don't have my shit together. None of us do. And anyone who says that they do is lying. We're all human as fuck. Anywho, on that note, let's get into today's topic. What I want to talk about today is something I like to call the Silver Bullet Society. And this is something I believe all of us beautiful humans are guilty of, myself included. It's essentially the it's essentially instantaneous gratification. It's when we are feeling something that we don't want to feel and we look outside of ourselves for the answer, for the solution, for something that makes us feel a, any kind of way instantly. Instantaneous gratification can look like um, approval from other people. It can look like food, getting that instantaneous gratification from food. It can look like porn, online shopping, buying new stuff. That's a great one, buying new stuff. Alcohol, drugs, um, new relationships, like stuff that sort of gets it, gives us a hit, but isn't actually solving anything at the foundation of what we're actually feeling. And it also gets sold online in the such a way as um, like things like overnight successes and the get rich quick scheme or have your perfect fill in the blank in three months, business, body, life, um, relationship, have your perfect body in three months, have your perfect this in three months. And the word perfect is one you get to scrap, first of all, from um, your vocabulary, unless you're accepting that you're perfect, whole and complete right now and always evolving because you're not a stagnant being. But perfect is something that so many beautiful humans, myself included, strive for. And when we want to get to that place, we're trying to escape what we're currently feeling now. 
So we look for something outside of ourselves to create that. And here's the thing, guys. Here is the thing. The magic potion that we're all looking for in anything that we're doing, whether it's in business or relationships or parenting or finances or health, any domain in our life, the magic potion is patience, but nobody wants to drink that shit. Let me say that again. The magic potion is patience, but no one wants to drink that shit. We don't want to be told that it's going to take four or five years for your business to take off. We don't want to be told that it's going to take three years until you see physical results in your body because you're just, not just, because you're choosing things from love rather than hate and you're doing them at a lot smaller scale. You're not going hard or punishing yourself with excessive exercise and calorie counting and diet. So it's going to take longer because you're invested in the long term. Hmm. Let me just lube up my throat. Nobody wants to hear that because oh, it's so far off. And that means how I want to feel is so far off. And I want to not feel how I'm feeling now really, really soon. So fuck it. I'm choosing a diet. I'm going to go on a diet because if I lose weight and um, I get down to my goal weight or my ideal size or all any of the things or body fat percentage, then I'm going to feel all of the things. Another really instantaneous gratification method is um, technology. Our phones. Our phones are like, I feel like on top of that list of all those things, diets, food, porn, online shopping. I feel like our phones are really instantaneous gratification. But do you feel shit after? Like when you know you've been scrolling for hours on end, don't you feel shit after? Do you actually feel filled up? It just gives you that hit, doesn't it? And that's essentially what we're after. We're after that dopamine hit that resembles love, resembles fulfillment, resembles acceptance. And we're looking for it in our fucking phones. We're looking for it in likes and notifications and dings and pings and matches and messages and all of the things. It's giving us that instantaneous gratification. I know, um, I'm just thinking of my childhood memories of being taught instantaneous gratification. I think my parents were pretty good. My mum especially because I was raised most of my life by a single mum. And for most part, anything I asked for, she would make me wait or earn it. Like actually do chores to earn the value of what I wanted rather than, yeah, let's just go out and get it. And as parents, we're all guilty of this. I know I used to do this like, oh, crazy stupidly with my first beautiful boy, with Hunter, uh, when he was younger. And I'd be like, let's get all the things. (laughs) And I'd go out and buy stuff just because he wanted it. And it's teaching our children, just like we've been taught at some point, that You don't have to wait for what you want. Just go out and get it in the now. And while some of that is true to an extent, like I'm not saying just wait, sit back in in pending motion and wait for what you want in health and wait for what you want in business. It's not about waiting. It's about understanding that, yes, you get to take the actions towards that thing, but you're not going to get it overnight. You're not going to get it instantaneously. It takes work. It takes effort. It takes patience. It takes patience. 
And it's also um, like you're choosing something. Like I said before, you're choosing something to escape how you're currently feeling. Because how often, and think about this, how often do you actually choose something outside of your beautiful self because you don't want to feel the way you are now? Like you're feeling shit, so you like go online and look for messages or look for matches on an online dating app or look for some sort of connection outside of yourself because you're feeling disconnected from who you be in that moment. I know for me, I'll give you some examples of mine, my own personal instantaneous gratification as an adult, not a beautiful little child where I'm like, but it's cute, she can't help it. No, as an adult where I can fucking help it and I chose it anyway. Some examples of mine, first of all, um, I had, I've had many addictions over the years, um, one of which was, oh, <laughs> I'm just, I've got this toilet roll unraveling in my head, guys. One of which was Lorna Jane. I've never been addicted to drugs or anything like that, but I had a Lorna Jane addiction. And at one point when I was a personal trainer and I had my own personal training studio, which I did up and made flashy and amazing. And it was my double, double garage set up. I also got the approval to be a Lorna Jane distributor. And now if you guys don't know what Lorna Jane is, I'm sure you do. It's an activewear brand um, birthed in Australia by a lady called, guess what, Lorna Jane. <laughs> and um, she creates epic, epic act- activewear and all the things. Anyway, I was obs- I've was i been obsessed with Lorna, Lorna Jane way, way over the years. So at this point in time, I decided to be a distributor. I got the approval from her, from Lorna Jane, from her peeps, which was like, oh my fucking God, I can't believe this is happening. And so I got to sell Lorna Jane from my garage. Now, <laughs> this is like an alcoholic getting an approval from Dan Murphy's. And if you're listening from somewhere else in other than Australia, Dan Murphy's is an alcohol like conglomerate chain, (laughs) a franchise that stocks fucking everything. Think of like a warehouse stacked full of every single alcohol you can think of. That was me getting the approval from Lorna Jane. It was the same. (laughs) Like stupid idea. I didn't make any profit. I only, I covered my bases to be able to keep restocking. But essentially it was like, (laughs) like if I felt down, I'd go out into my garage and I'd be like, one for me, one for the customer. And that's how I ordered. Ooh, one for me. These are the ones I want. I'll get these and I'll get them for the customers. And I had this Lorna Jane wardrobe that was fucking color coordinated. I don't know if any of you used to see my pictures online. I have posted them. This wardrobe of mine was color coordinated, guys, with clothes, with steel tags on them that I didn't even wear. Like I ended up selling nearly all of my Lorna Jane on eBay for like a fraction of the cost just to clear out my wardrobe when it got to the point where I realized, holy fucking shit, I do not need all these clothes. But I didn't wear, I didn't wear half of what I had. It was just the hit of getting a new piece of clothing, like that new thing, (gasps) shiny new toy. And then it'd go back into the back of the wardrobe. And you've probably got clothes like this where it was exciting at the time to buy it because it gave you that hit that instantaneous gratification, that little high, and then that beautiful dress, that amazing handbag, those pair of shoes, that gorgeous jacket, those jeans that actually don't feel real good when you put them on, but you bought them because they're fucking fabulous, (laughs) is still sitting in the wardrobe because it was instantaneous gratification. 
Crazy, crazy. Another addiction of mine was Kiki K. And when I first moved to Victoria from New South Wales, there was a lot going on. And I'll save that for a whole other podcast for a whole other day. But there was a lot going on. And I was experiencing a lot emotionally with the environment I had left and the environment I was in. And I needed a hit. And so my hits became Kiki K. And if you don't know what Kiki K is, it is a glorious stationary uh, brand. If you don't know what it is, look it up. It's got beautiful, amazing, glorious, life-changing stationery that is infused with self-development and it's just thebomb.com. And I would, the drive to Kiki K, I wouldn't get it online, I would drive to to Kiki K. It was a like 25-minute drive, 30-minute drive away from my house. I'd drive all the way there. I'd go shopping. The girls knew me by name. They even offered me a job. <laughs> in store because I was so regular hi Ingrid hi guys um I would go there that would be my hit and I, I've still got Kiki K unwrapped in piles <laughs> and I'm now gifting it to my beautiful to my beautiful peeps and my programs and and that I work with and stuff but that was another hit and I'll give you one more example because this one is probably more relatable for most of you alcohol alcohol was my hit And I was a glass of wine a night, a girl, a girl, a girl. And um, I knew it wasn't a good habit to have. It wasn't an effective habit to have. But, you know, we all love good news about our bad habits. And how many times have you heard a glass of wine a night, especially red, really good for your heart and good for your blood and good for all the things, which is bullshit to start with. It's the antioxidants you get in a glass of wine. You're better off having blueberries. Like, come on, people. But seriously. I was like, yeah, no, it's good for me. This is good. This is my downtime. This is my wind down or this is, you know, I have a glass while I'm while I'm cooking dinner and more often than not, a glass would end up being two and my glasses are not like standard size glasses. I like to hold that big motherfucker in my hand. Like I like a big wine glass. It just feels good. I just like it. I don't know why. But anywho, that became my instantaneous gratification because I needed to relax. I needed something to, to take away what I what I was feeling from my day, from the what, what I was experiencing at the time in my life. And so I'd have my glass of wine and I would tell myself that was my relaxation. Like, don't go have a bath, Ingrid, or don't meditate, or don't go for a walk, or don't go and take a few deep breaths outside. Pour yourself a glass of wine, sister, you idiot. <laughs> and for you, for those of you listening, they're like, I drink wine of a night. It's not necessarily always the wine. Like, yes, it's poison for our body. But it's also the intention behind what we're doing. And my intention at the time was instantaneous gratification, was to numb or distract, I guess, from what I was feeling. Um, And I don't do that anymore. I still have this wine sometimes, um, a glass of wine or a beer, which is, you know, great. But it's, it's it's not a choice that is numbing me or trying to get me away from what I'm feeling anymore. I've caught that. It's taken, like it took time. These are all habits, guys. What I'm talking about is all habits, the instantaneous gratification shit. It's all habits. But the thing is, when we look for this stuff outside of ourselves, when we're especially buying stuff, I'm going to use that as this example, it's never going to be good enough. It's never going to be enough because that's not actually the thing that you want. You want to feel a certain way. And what you've been told is 
or sold, I should say, is that buying or doing or choosing that thing outside of you is going to get you that feeling. An example that I use in my workshops and and online all the time is if you're going to say to me, Ingrid, I want to be a millionaire. I'm like, cool, you want a million dollars. You want one million or even two million, like however many million you want, here. Here's the cash. You get to go put it around your house, on your bookshelves. You can wipe your butt with it if you want. You can sleep in it if you want. You can have a bath in it if you want. But here is the cold, hard cash. There are your million dollars. We'll just use one million as an example. There is your million dollars. That's what you asked for. That's your instantaneous gratification. You've got it. But that's not what you're actually asking for. You're not asking for just the cash. You're asking for what using that money will bring or you believe will bring. It's a feeling. It's like, it's like weight loss, the weight loss industry. It's not the actual body fat loss that you desire. It's the feeling that you believe is attached to losing the body fat. And we go about this all the wrong way from the outside in. So what I want to leave you with, with this silver bullet society that we're in, And without going into, just enjoy the journey. <laughs> it's not the destination, it's the journey. Because that is fucking true. But we've heard it so often now, we just have to roll our eyes and go, oh, whatever, whatever, the fucking journey. I'm going to reframe that and give you these two things. Number one, fall in love with the process. The process of what you're doing. The process of what you're choosing, creating. The process of what you're in. Fall in love with the process. So for instance, if it's health, like the domain of health, fall in love with the process of nourishing your body with foods. Fall in love with the process of moving your body through exercise, not the result. Because once you get there, it won't be enough. Trust me, I've been there with the whole body thing. It's crazy. It's a loop. It's fucking insane. With business, for instance, and this is something I've had to unlearn and relearn for myself, If I was attached to the expectation or if I was attached to the result of where I think my business should be, where I think um, my success, what it should look like, if I'm attached to that, the whole process of getting there becomes hard work. It becomes a strain. It becomes a push. It becomes, um, it just becomes fucking awful. (laughs) You don't enjoy it as much rather than go like this podcast, for instance, There is no result that I'm looking for business-wise as such um, that's attached to, (coughs) excuse me, that's attached to money or, hang on, let me lube my throat again. Ah, water. That's attached to a result as such. I'm doing it for the pure love of it. I love creating podcasts, like given this is only my second one. But, you know, (laughs) so far so good. Fall in love with the process. How can you fall in love with the process of being present in the now of what you're doing, creating, being? How can you fall in love with that part? Is it always going to be rainbows and butterflies and unicorn farts? No, it's not. But step away from looking over there and wanting to be over there and be where you're at. And the other thing I want to say, number two, is feel all the feelings because at the root of all of it, wanting instantaneous gratification in something, wanting to feel a certain way by doing, choosing, buying something, 
outside of yourself, external to yourself, is caused by not wanting to be where you are. You're looking for the fastest route. And I say route instead of route because I hate the word route. You're looking for the, <laughs> you're looking for the, how anyone lives in Rudy Hill in New South Wales, I'd have no idea. You're looking for the fastest way to get away, to escape what you're feeling. Feel it. The only way out is through. The only way out of what you're feeling is through. Feel it and don't let it mean anything about you. So for instance today, I want to fucking cry. I've woken up like on the verge of tears. Um, I've been triggered almost, I don't know, 12 times up until now. Oh, that damn truck driving past, making noise, how rude. (laughs) I've been triggered like 12 times up until now. And it's like 2 o'clock right now of wanting to cry. There's no reason why I haven't let it out yet. I'm going to. After probably I get off this podcast, I'll go and just cry. I don't know why, but I'm not going to make it mean anything. I'm not going to try and figure it out. I'm just going to feel it. Like let that shit out because when we bottle that stuff up, that is when we go to the numbing agents and it can become more catastrophic than a simple Kiki K addiction or a Lorna Jane addiction. It can become alcohol, drugs, sex, porn, stuff that is not serving us and can just completely disconnect from who we are. Feel it. Feel it, baby cakes. Feel all of the things. You're allowed to be angry. I give you permission. You're allowed to feel anger. It's a core fucking emotion. You're allowed to feel sadness. It's a core fucking emotion. Stop avoiding it. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're not enough. It doesn't mean that you haven't got your shit together because, well, it does. Because you don't. Nobody does. I said that at the beginning of the podcast. (laughs) We don't have our shit together. You get to feel it in an effective way without taking it out on other people. But feel it. And this is in step three, but it can be. In addition to that, invest in yourself, not things. Invest in a coach. Invest in a therapist, invest in a program, invest in a workshop, invest in something or someone, preferably someone that is going to see you for who you are, not judge you, be able to hold you accountable to actions that are going to serve you in growth and shine a light on the shit that you can't see yourself because you're used to it. You're in your comfort zone. You are used to it. So invest in yourself, not things. Now, just a quick little disclaimer before I go. This doesn't mean you can't buy things. This doesn't mean you can't do things. This doesn't mean you can't do any of that. It's just coming from a different place. I still buy Lorna Jane, not to the extent I did. I still buy stationery, not to the extent I did. I still drink alcohol, not to the extent I did. But it's coming from a different space. It's coming from a totally different place of why why I'm choosing that it's not coming from a place of instantaneous gratification and distraction and avoidance and all the things see what I'm saying you can still have all that stuff you're just not choosing it as the reason to escape your beautiful self all right my darlings that's it for me I hope you've enjoyed today's episode please comment below give me a little review Whatever you want to do, do all the things. Thanks for listening, you epic human. You go and have an awesome day being yourself. Love you lots. Thanks for listening to Mum Talk Schmack yet again. Go leave her five stars and a review because she needs the approval. Ha, see ya.